Hello, everybody, and welcome to 30 Minute Thrive, your go-to podcast for anything and everything HR, powered by MRA, the Management Association. Looking to stay on top of the ever-changing world of HR? MRA has got you covered. We'll be the first to tell you what's hot and what's not. I'm your host, Sophie Voller, and we are so glad you're here. Now it's time to thrive. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of 30 Minute Thrive. It's episode 65, actually, so it's kind of a special one today. But today we're really going to be exploring the intersection of HR and cutting-edge technology. So I'm joined with our expert guest on the topic, Trisha Shields. She's the vice president of HR at MRA member company, Naviant. And Naviant actually provides business process and digital transformation consultation. So it's a perfect topic to talk um, with you today, Trisha. I'm excited you're here. Yeah, thank you, Sophie. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, absolutely. And I know you actually talked um, on this topic at our HR conference this past year, too. And this topic yeah. has just been a really highly requested one from our listeners, too, on the podcast. So I'm excited to just hear your insights and tips um, and any advice you really have for HR professionals that are starting to or in the middle of kind of navigating this landscape. So could you provide just a quick overview on how technology has really evolved over the years and kind of where we are today with technology and in the field of HR specifically? Yeah, um, that sounds great. Thanks again for having me. Um, Yeah, as I kind of think about the history, in a lot of ways, I feel like I've kind of grown up with um, technology. Not that technology has always been available to me, but if I think about the beginning of my career, which it's just kind of over 20 years ago now, when I was first interacting with technology as it relates to HR, I really wasn't interacting with it at all. So, you know, I think about my first job out of college, when I needed to do something from an HR perspective, from an employee perspective, I was, you know, walking down to the HR department and I was filling out a piece of paper and that HR professional was taking that information and, you know, maybe just storing it in their filing cabinet. Um, maybe they were entering it into an HRIS system. So certainly HRIS systems were around, you know, in that kind of late 90s time. Um, some organizations had adopted those and kind of the availability, the types of technologies that were um, available in them um, was vastly different across different organizations. So certainly we've seen a lot with the evolution of HRIS systems over the last 20 years and how we're utilizing those within our organizations. Um, we've also seen a lot evolve as it um, relates to uh, process-specific technologies. So, you know, thinking about things like our applicant tracking systems or performance management systems, maybe our learning management systems, but we've seen a lot more technologies coming onto the market to help support some of those key focus areas within HR. Um, and then I think about today and just the rapid expansion that's happened, you know, maybe over the last five, seven years. You know, we're talking about these more robust human capital management systems that are really taking care of a a broad um, scope of a lot of the work we're doing within HR. You know, I commonly am in conversations about integrations and how do we integrate all these technologies so that they're talking to each other. Um, Automation technologies is is huge. Um, That's a lot of where we're seeing a lot of the time savings um, and 
and maybe more of the AI components of HR technology. And we're hearing a lot more around the automation technology space. Um, so definitely, you know, seemingly more complex technologies, but they're technologies nowadays that if we're able to adapt to them and lean in, they should be making our lives easier as HR professionals. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. And I, I would just add on to that, just communication, like in general, like I'm just thinking on of our HR team here. And I mean, if our internal HR team needs anything from me or any employee in the organization, I'll get a little chat from them. It's not like they need to come walking down and grab. A right. Box. It's just so quick and easy, like you mentioned. And even yeah. like too. Um you know, just like that quick, easy, automated messaging, like you mentioned, too. It's just yeah. crazy. It's changed. Um, but kind of just going off of that conversation, can you provide or do you have any examples of how these technologies today are being utilized in HR? Yeah. I mean, even maybe be, uh, before speaking specifically to any sole technology, you know, I think digitization is a really big foundational piece in the HR space as it relates to technology and how we're going to use technology um, within our organization. So just that whole, um, you know, we made a commitment certainly at Navian and a lot of organizations have to digitizing their documents so that we're no longer kind of tied to paper processes and the manual process that really comes along with that. So Um, just finding opportunities. And this was always my question as I built out our automation and technology usage at Navient was, all right, I have paper documents. Do they need to be in paper form? I mean, I'm excited Mm -hmm. to share that we're 100% paperless at Navient and um, you know, organizations absolutely have the ability to do that. And once your documents are digitized, there's so much more that you can do with those from a technology perspective. So I always like to share that kind of kind of as a kind of base core within HR. Um, some of the the technologies, and I'll just name a, a few. I mean, we're using technologies for all aspects of HR. So I could really rattle on like the entire candidate and employee experience and how we're using technology. Um, but one example that I'll give is um, performance management system. Uh, at Navient, we call them our quarterly check-ins. I know some organizations will do those annually, some different um timeframes. And so we do those from a quarterly perspective. And I think about how did that look historically when I started in my role at Navient 15 years ago, it was a piece of paper and I printed it and I walked it to the manager's office with their kind of stack for their employees. And they gave it to their employee to fill out their portion. The employee gave it back to the manager. Hopefully the manager gave it back to the HR professional. Performance management was always such a big lift. Um, on HR, like all HR professionals that had to go through that kind of in those historic days will speak to that. You, know, you had to be kind of the nagger department, um, nagging people like, I got to get these back. But now if I look at how we're utilizing technology, so we're utilizing a uh, process automation technology that essentially is taking that digitized document and it's 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 re rerouted that flow or not rerouted, but it's kind of it's designed that flow around how we used to do that manually. So mm-hmm. I actually don't even see that performance management um, process in action. The mm-hmm. forms are provided to the managers and the employees real time. Um, 
specific to some predefined um, dates and um, how we want that process structured. Now, as an HR professional, I'm no longer having to follow up on those manual processes, but I also have the information available to me if I do need it. So if I want to look in and maybe have access to um, the final results when those are completed each quarter or an annual result, I can create my access into that system to see that as well. So that's a great example of how we can use technology um, within that performance management space. Um, I'll even just say on the employee data management side, and you made a great reference to that, Sophie, with uh, um, how you're interacting with HR. And I look at just these self-serve options that are available within a lot of the platforms that we're utilizing, whether that's your HRIS system or some other type of employee technology system that you've adopted organizationally. Um, you know, back in the day, I used to, you know, fill out a piece of paper of my address changed and hand that into HR. Well, I don't need that anymore. I don't want to spend time collecting that paperwork, needing to store it, doing the data entry into the different systems. Instead, I can utilize technology to give the employee a self-serve option that they can go in whenever it's convenient for them make those changes, and then really train the technology to make the appropriate updates. Um, like I may never need to know if you just move from one neighborhood within the same city to the next. At Navient, we're a 100% remote, remote company across the nation. So I do need to know, or one of our HR professionals does need to know if they're moving multi-state. And so we can set up that notification within the technology to really give us the information that we need um, real time for each one of those users. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that you brought up the notification aspect, too, because I know personally that's just something that's helped me a lot um, with any anything HR related timesheets or um, goal setting our goal setting system. You know, you get your notification every week or so. Hey, make sure you. Yeah. This. So it, it's not so much HR's job of nagging people anymore. It's like an automated, hey, make sure you fill this out. I get an email each week, which is so nice. And right. HR we no longer have to like manually remember yes. these things either. Yeah, absolutely. And like with our goal setting system, um, like my manager is able to tell when I go in there and edit something or change something. So I don't always have to be like, hey, can you go in there and look and right. my goals or anything? So, yeah, another example. But um, kind of going off of that, do you see any specific challenges or really pain points in HR um, that technology is really helping to improve or address? Yeah, I mean... I would definitely say, you know, one of the key drivers is time, you know, just the scope of what HR professionals has is working on has really evolved over, you know, uh, the time that all this technology has been available to us. You know, I would think back to kind of my early years of HR, I was doing kind of the things that HR professionals typically do as far as managing you know, specific processes, but our world has changed and we're being asked to find ways to be more strategic. And how are we being strategic and um, bringing in really solid candidates to the organization? And how are we being strategic to have a um, really whole employee experience um, so that we're retaining our top talent? 
Um, and so we need time to do that. So if we're still manually processing tasks and, um, and, and entering things in multiple systems and trying to manage that data, we don't really have that time to be strategic. I just think about you know, my interaction with other HR professionals during the pandemic and all the things that came up that were kind of additional duties for us to do during that time. You know, how do we have time to be strategic? And my answer is lean into technology because these pieces are available to help save you time so that you can, um, you know, spend more time being strategic. Um, my kind of tagline or one um, uh, piece that I always like to say is utilizing technology is allowing us to put the human back in human resources. So I don't want to spend my time updating an employee's address or, um, moving, you know, a, a piece of data from one place in the organization to to the other. I want to have meaningful conversations uh, with our employees and with our candidates. And I really feel like, you know, leaning into technology allows us to do that. Um, just the the other piece I would bring up is just kind of the management of the amount of data. I mean, we are holding so much data within HR, and it's hard to keep that all straight. Um, as far as, you know, where the data should be stored, how long should we be storing it for, who should have access to the data, who needs it at, the, you know, these different periods of time um, to try to do that from a manual perspective or not utilizing technology. Maybe it's even in an Excel spreadsheet that you're kind of keeping track of this. There's just so many more opportunities for there to be error with that, um, that I feel like, you know, the, the, the managed... Utilizing technology to manage the data is a huge benefit um, of these HR technologies. And I even think about that from like a compliance perspective, right? It used to be that um, we would hand out employee um, handbooks in a paper form. And then we'd ask them to sign a piece of paper to say that, I, you know, you received the new employee handbook for the year and turn that back into HR. Well, did I get everybody's form back? Um, did I miss an employee that maybe started, you know, while I was doing that process? So being able to leverage technology for pieces like that from a compliance perspective is is uh, priceless. Oh, yeah, those are all great, great points. And I'm, I guess I'm curious to know what you're doing at Navient, too. Can you share any examples of successful HR technology implementations that have really positively impacted your organization? Yeah. Um, you know, our applicant tracking system. So we're utilizing an applicant tracking system to manage our candidate experience. You know, historically, prior to utilizing that technology, um, we were manually managing that. So just, you know, thinking about the number of candidates that we see at any given time um, for our organization, we're getting flooded with candidates when we open a new requisition. I know that's not the case for everybody in every industry, but certainly being a remote company um, in the technology space that's opening our candidate pool to the entire nation, that makes a significant difference. Um, so that's a challenge. We need to figure out how we're going to manage all the data points that come with, come with that. So, you know, this technology is handling the postings. It's handling the communication with candidates. Um, it's handling the communication with our internal staff. And that would always be kind of a exchange of emails. And did I send this person this email to communicate that or not about this specific candidate where that's all happening right within the ATS platform. 
Um, you know, this technology can um, handle scheduling, which can be complex, especially when you get multi-interviewers and things like that. Um, we're also using that technology for our offer management. So we wanted to be paperless and seamless with that process as well. Um, and then we have other um, built-in integrations with that for like our assessment tool that we have all new high or all candidates complete. Um as well as our recorded interview. So that's another one that I'll share. So, and this came off of a partnership with MRA um, is we were introduced to the idea and the concept of utilizing video technology in lieu of recorded or in lieu of phone screenings, which is kind of how all of our organizations, I think historically did that was have an HR professional call and ask questions, not really sharing a lot at that time, but just asking questions and receiving the information. Well, why wouldn't we utilize a video technology to do that instead? There's so many wins that come along with that. Um, so um, that's another one that I'll mention. Um, and then I guess the last piece, just kind of on, you know, talking specifically about the Navient technologies that we utilize is really our employee process automation. So um, and it's candidate and employee, but it, it's a little, um, you know, I guess I'll explain it like these are the technologies like Navient specifically is using a technology called OnBase and OnBase is what is flowing our data through our organization. And you can have different applications, but what's really creating the process flow that an HR professional or somebody else in the organization would historically be doing. So this automation technology, we've kind of trained it to do the manual repeatable things that HR professionals or others in the organization have historically been doing. Um, so it's everything from the hire process through retire. So it's our performance management system. It's where our new hire surveys are tracked. It's where HR is communicating with our internal IT team to say, we have a new employee. Let's make sure that all their IT things are set up prior to their first day. So that's been probably the biggest component of our technology offering and really what's made a big significant difference on an ROI perspective. Yeah, absolutely. That's those are awesome ideas, and that's great to hear that they're they're working out for your organization. They're successful, um, and I know working with technology isn't always easy. And some people may say they aren't like tech savvy, or some people are just uncomfortable, or some organizations even are uncomfortable with kind of moving forward with technology. So, do you have any or? I guess, have you seen any like common misconceptions or concerns that HR professionals have about adopting technology into, into their work? Yeah, um, I'll address this one in a really short way. And hopefully this is reflective. And it's not just H any, it's not just HR professionals. I think it's anyone that might be a bit hesitant technology. One of my favorite quotes that I heard um, kind of just working in this space is we're not going to be replaced by technology. So if that's a concern that maybe the technology is going to do my job going forward and the organization won't need me, we're going to be replaced by people that have adopted technology and leaned into it and really explored how they can use it because technology is here and just more of this is coming. So your ability to adapt and be open-minded to how you can utilize technology and how you can use it to your benefit to potentially be more strategic 
um, is a huge benefit to each of us. Well, that's that's a great point too. I feel like I hear that all the time. Like we're all going to get replaced by technology, right. <laughs> but that's like the opposite. Like you want to know everything you can about technology to use that and better yourself in in your organization. Yeah, absolutely. So we've talked about how technology has evolved throughout the years, but how about the role of HR professionals? How have how has that evolved with the integration of technology and what new skills are really becoming essential now nowadays? Yeah, um, good question. I think about that even with the question prior. You know, our our role has how that's evolved is we're no longer managing data at a micro level. So it, hopefully, right, that's the case. And that's certainly how our um, HR kind of experience is evolving. Um, you know, I may never touch someone's benefit election form where that was likely a multi-touch historically before I was utilizing technology. Um, and then really kind of what skills can we adapt to be more essential um, in our roles is becoming more technical and strategic. And I know that's kind of a very generic answer, but, you know, HR is not doing what HR used to do. Yes, those core functionalities fall within the HR space, but our day-to-day work is really changing. So finding ways to kind of think outside the box. And I think we'll talk in a little bit as well about some of those key skills about how to embrace and engage technology. Absolutely. And how about now looking kind of at a different angle? Are there any ethical or privacy considerations that HR professionals need to be aware of when kind of going through this technological landscape and process? Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, I think about that ethical and privacy consideration. It's huge in HR, right? We are holding some of the most confidential data um, within the organization. You know, people's personal information is kind of within the realm of what we have in our systems. And really, it's the same rules apply as have always applied. You know, we've always had that sensitivity piece. And actually, <laughs> many more rules because there's a lot more state and federal compliance pieces that are coming out around employment law that we need to track and ensure um, we're being sensitive to. So, you know, I think that piece, you know, absolutely still applies. Um, I think our onus as HR professionals is really to ensure that we understand those and ensure that they're supported within the technologies that we're using and ask those questions of the vendors and partners that we're working with. Um, You know, I think about even just the digitizing filing cabinets, and um, I think I spoke a little bit to that earlier, and what technology are you going to store that data in? Who's going to have access to... Um, the different types of files, certainly not always the same people to all the different types of data. Um, how are you doing document retention in a digitized system versus how we used to do that in more of a paper system? Um, so certainly employ, you know, employee filing cabinets is, is a significant piece of that as well. Um, I'm going to give just a little warning here. <laughs> so I would say don't avoid technology and the benefits that you can um, get from utilizing technology because of these fears. Almost heighten your experience and your um, curiosity, the technology that you're going to use or thinking about using based on that fear, right? 
ask questions, do research, you know, talk to your peers, talk to other partners. Like MRA is a great partner. You know, what are they doing from a technology perspective? Certainly when I'm looking to evaluate a new technology, I'm ensuring that I'm feeling pretty confident um, that those things are answered prior to investing in that technology. Absolutely. And I guess that's a perfect leeway into the next question. Some organizations or HR teams may have not uh, tapped into any technology yet. So do you have any best practices or advice for HR teams looking to start incorporating technology into their organizations? Yeah. And actually, when we did the um, MRA conference last year, we did a poll to kind of see where yeah. people at from that technology adaption or adoption perspective. So, you know, kind of core is digitizing, like finding opportunities to digitize. Are there documents that are in paper form um, that can be digitized and identifying what those are and kind of moving forward with that? I would say utilizing your vendors. So vendors, partners, um, you know, who's really speaking in that HR technology space, um, trusted partners that you can lean on to help um help you with that incorporation. You don't have to be a technology expert, but you need to have kind of the right partners and the the right vendors. I kind of talked about the, you know, be curious piece, you know, look at look at your current processes. I think about that almost every day. Is there a process that I'm doing that I don't need to do because it's very manual and it's not using my human element in order to achieve it? Is that something I can put within one of the technologies that are available? Um, yeah. And so kind of that be curious piece. The other thing I'll add to that real quick is the, you know, like I remember last year, everyone was talking about, or maybe it was earlier this year, everyone was talking about ChatGPT and what does that technology mean and how are we going to utilize that? And I mean, that was true for me too. I was asked by a, um, a fellow HR peer, what did I think about ChatGPT and how that was going to change the landscape of human resources and how we adopt technology. And I don't know. So then I, you know, look into that. I talk to people who's using ChatGPT for HR. What are they using it for? Um, are there opportunities, you know, and I kind of ask myself these questions rather than why shouldn't I use it? Um, asking how should I use it or how could I use it? And who else is using it in a really successful way? And would that make sense within our organization? Yeah, absolutely. They're always... Be curious and always be re-evaluating your current processes. I love Absolutely. That. So we've talked a lot about um, HR technology implementation with the organization and the employer specifically, but how about from an employee perspective? What are really the yeah. benefits of an employee using technology? Yeah, so I think two things I would point out here. One we've kind of already covered, which is the self-service piece. I mean, there's such a huge value in employees being able to have the data that they want real time, whether that's going in to have access to a system to update their address, or is it, I want to see what my manager and I collaborated on around performance management last quarter, just to refresh myself if I'm, you know, kind of keeping up with what we had talked about um, there's just a huge value in them having um, real-time information and self-serve options. The other piece that I would say is a potential benefit is really how um, HR can be utilized within your organization. Um, you know, I don't really want to talk to employees about like, here's a copy of last year's W-4. I want them to have access to that. 
so that I can be having really meaningful conversations with our employees. You know, my day is primarily spent talking to employees about, you know, how are they driving their careers forward? Are there um, communication challenges that they're having within the organization that we can, you know, walk through and, and help to strengthen that, you know, development for them? Um, how are they learning and growing or um, things like that that are more um, of the human element side of HR? Mm-hmm, for sure. Well, you kind of mentioned this with ChatGPT in the last question, but everyone always wants to know, like, what's the next biggest technology thing? What's the latest and greatest thing? So I guess what trends do you really foresee in the future of HR technology? And do you have any advice on how HR professionals can really prepare for these changes? Yeah. um, You know, I I don't know that it would speak to any one specific technology. I think we're going to continue to see more growth in you know, some of our more robust, like the HRIS or HCM technologies. Um, We're going to be hearing more about AI. I mean, I think we've just cracked the surface and I don't even know that we're fully utilizing that to its um, full capabilities within um, HR. So I think more around that artificial intelligence, certainly the automation space, as we see our organizations adopting to more automation type technologies for their core line of business, I think our HR professionals are going to have opportunity to really tap into that um, to provide automations for the work that they do. Um, definitely more around integrations. We're seeing a lot with um technologies that have the ability to integrate with other technologies, but we're also still using some technologies that won't integrate or they have very limited integration capabilities. So I think we're going to see more around that. And then certainly some of these emerging technologies, um, you know, ChatGPT would certainly be an example of that. And then I guess maybe I'll answer on the preparing for, Um, you know, and I think this kind of just goes back to um, you know, lean in now so that it almost eases that lift later on. So what aren't you familiar with in the technology space right now? Or what gives you hesitation in the technology space? Have, you know, have dialogue and learn more about that now because it's not going to get scaled back and it's not going to stay the same. We're going to continue to grow this technology experience um, as we're seeing in kind of all areas of our lives. And so kind of jumping on that and starting to take just some initial steps will absolutely benefit um, folks as they conti- as we continue to go. Yeah, absolutely. And there's great resources out there and we'll provide some resources on um, just specific tools or different um, HR technologies that you can learn more about. But as we wrap wrap up here, are there any other specific platforms, tools, or resources that you want to recommend to our listeners and our HR professionals who are interested in kind of exploring technology in their work? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I would say some of the standard ones, you know, HRIS tools, whatever that might be, explore what you have, explore what the offering is within that. Certainly, app. Um, our applicant tracking systems. I will kind of do a shout out for the recorded interviews. We're using a, a technology called Wedge, and we got that through we got that partnership through our partnership with MRA. But it's been a game changer on the candidate um, side, both in the candidate experience as well as our internal experience. And then I think just this whole piece around document management technologies and automation technologies. As I mentioned, we're utilizing OnBase as the technology that we're utilizing. But I think 
just leaning into those automation processes, um, it's a, it's a significant um, value on the HR side. Yeah, no, that's helpful to hear kind of where you're at and what's been successful for you. So that's that's great. But Trisha, I want to thank you for being on the podcast today and really sharing your expertise and tips on the latest in HR technology. So to our listeners, if you liked our chat and topic today, I would urge you to comment something new that you learned or anything that you really want to add on to this conversation. We want to hear what what you're doing, what are your trends, what are your ideas. And don't forget to share out this episode and consider joining MRA if you aren't a member, member already. We have all the resources you need in the show notes below, including resources on our topic today and Trisha's contact information if you want to get in touch with her or ask any follow-up questions. Otherwise, thank you so much for tuning in today. And Trisha, thank you again. And that wraps up our content for this episode. Be sure to reference the show notes where you can sign up to connect for more podcast updates. Check out other MRA episodes on your favorite podcast platform. And as always, make sure to follow MRA's 30-Minute Thrive so you don't miss out. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next Wednesday to carry on the HR conversation.